The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Discover the power within Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Empower yourself and get inspired to build the life of your dreams. Welcome to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Welcome to Everyday Peace. I'm Dr. Drayvon James, and I am super excited to have you join us today as we explore the concept of living a life of peace every day. Peace defined as wholeness completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality. My goodness. I want us all to just take a moment and breathe that in. Peace every day, whole, complete, nothing missing, totality. Yes. I'm here to tell you that you deserve peace every day. It's possible to have peace every day. And yes, you can have peace every day. We work together on this show to bring you the topics and the guests to partner with you as you create your life of everyday peace every day. And I'm so excited about today's guest. And we're going to get to our fabulous guest today and our fabulous topic right after I tell you about these wonderful, wonderful free opportunities for you for being an everyday peacemaker. The world needs more people just like you. So number one, we have a free giveaway, which is a seven day challenge for finding your passion. Just imagine how amazing life would be if you lived in your passion all day, every day, all day, every day. So in order to do that, you first must first have to raise your consciousness to know what your passion is, self-awareness. And to that end, I have a free course, um, seven days to seven days to understanding and developing your true passion. You can receive this free course just by emailing, putting the subject heading free free, F-R-E-E, and you email to DrayvonJames at gmail.com. That's Drayvon, D as in December, R-A, B for victory, O-N for November. DrayvonJames at gmail.com. Your free uh, seven day to discovering your absolute passion. It's amazing. I hope you take advantage of that. Also, another free opportunity is some free online college courses. Wouldn't you love to just have some growth and development? And you can do that by signing up with the Institute of Leadership and Lifelong Learning, where they have some wonderful online college courses. And yours truly, Dr. Drayvon James, teaches a course on there called the 2020 Clarity Course. There are, of course, lots of wonderful courses. So you peruse that, find out what they're offering and some of those other courses. I'm sure you will not be disappointed. So talking about uh, fear today, we're talking about fear. And I know that many of us are no stranger to fear. In fact, if you know, in the Bible, I don't know the exact number of times, but quite a number of times I used to know the number. It says to fear not, to not experience fear. But I would say if you ask a hundred people, do they know, children included, have they ever been afraid? They would say, yes, I have been afraid. And then if you were to probe a little further and say, has fear ever stopped you from doing something? They would say, yes, fear has stopped me from doing something. 
So fear is something that many of us are very acquainted with, but you know that you don't have to live a life of fear, that it is possible to rid yourself of fear. We have a wonderful guest here today who's going to talk about 15 minutes, six steps, 15 minutes to replace fear in your life with 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 affirmed truth. Our guest today is Paul Fitzsimmons, Reverend Paul Fitzsimmons. Welcome to the Everyday Peace Show. I'm excited to have you here today. Good afternoon, Drayvon James. It's very nice to be here with you. Oh, it's so exciting. So I'm going to let you, you ha- you're what I call a renaissance man. <laughs> you have so many awesome things in your, uh, in your, in your hat and your bag of tricks of things that you've done in your, in your past. To introduce us to you. Tell us about your bio, where you've been, where you are, and just, yeah, the wonderful being. Okay. Sure. So I'm 68 years old. Um, I was born in 1952. I graduated high school in 1970, went directly into the Air Force and began traveling the world. Um, In the course of that travel, um, along with a few other motivators, I began studying the world's religions and going to sites where those religions are practiced and come to understand the different um, attitudes as they pertain to those religions, um, continued to study and grow. And um, then after, after a lot of study and a lot of growth and a lot of understanding and going to Native American sweat lodges and going to temples in India and in um, uh, Thailand, I ended up looking at what was available through Jesus Christ, which I hadn't really looked at since my my high school days because I had had a I'd had a falling out with Jesus um, over changes in the Catholic Church, and I read a man by the name of Emmett Fox. He wrote a book called Sermon on the Mount, and I read that book, and it completely altered my perspective on all the things and allowed me again to develop a personal relationship with the Christ of Jesus and come to realize the Christ of Jesus as the essence of my own being, which then put me on a mission to come to understand and realize the New Thought movement that started in America in the 1840s and um, come forward to where I stand today to offer us some understanding about how to overcome the fear that we were trained into, not necessarily born with, and that we can release that and reprogram ourselves to be free of fear and embrace the divinity, which is our own essential being. So that's where we are. Oh, I I love it. Embrace the divinity, which is our own essential being. And so when I think about fear, I I think maybe I know fear too intimately, right? (laughs) Because I think about fear. Don't we all? (laughs) Right. We all know it so intimately, right? We wish we knew something better than that. We're going to learn about that today, learning the truth. And I'm not going to spend a lot of time on the intro because we got a lot of stuff to cover. And I hope for our listeners that you have something to write down because, uh, Paul is going to go over, Reverend Paul is going to go over some treatments. And I got to tell you, I'm partial to the word treatments. You know, I've been a pharmacist for 30 years. And what I know about treatment is that when applied properly and consistently, 
you can re- expect results. And so I love, uh, we've talked offline uh, rather extensively about this topic, and I am super excited for the change that I know will happen if you um, really dedicate yourself. And we're talking about a little bit of time, 15 minutes a day, and I'll let Paul go, Reverend Paul go into all that. But I just want to say that um, if fear and be really honest, today we're going to real honest, vulnerable place because there is a lot going on. You know, I work in healthcare and I see that, you know, a lot of fear over the COVID-19 pandemic and that fear is starting to get heightened because we're moving into our flu season. And there, even without that though, uh, what I've found is that there's always, we're always moving in and out of fear. You know, there's always something, whether it's the economy or your health or your relationships, there just seems to be so much surrounding us to be afraid of. And this stuff called the unknown. Someone told me recently that if, you know, that COVID-19 has created a situation where we don't know the future. And I said, well, at what point did you ever know the future? Right? <laughs> so I'm curious about that. I get it. Right. I think what we do is just what you said. We've been taught these taglines, right? This is the most uncertain times. You've been taught, you know, this is something that you should fear. And we just kind of hang our hat on that. And before you know it, we become this ball of fear. And so we're here to say today that we, we can choose another way. Emphasis on the word choose. It will have to be a choice. It'll have to be a conscious choice. So with that being said, set us up, Reverend Paul. We're talking about uh, fear, but you have this wonderful way of saying that we're not just going to empty the vessel of fear. We're going to replace it with something else. And I'm going to let you uh, walk us Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, I, before we get going, in which I'll probably get lost and forget to say it, I appreciate you very much, Drayvon, for inviting me to be on. And... Uh, I am, I am clear that um, should uh, the listeners actually apply the word how, H-O-W, to our time together today, that significant changes will come to them easily. And how, as an acronym, H-O-W, breaks down to being honest open-minded, and willing. And so if we are honest with ourselves and open-minded to the possibilities that are available and willing to embrace a little change in our attitudes, we can have a significant impact on the quality of our life. And so we'll go forward from there. I love that honest, open-minded, and will and and willing. And let me say this: if we can't be honest with ourselves, we got a lot of self-work to do. And you're in the right place to start doing that today, right? Absolutely. Be with it, right? We can choose. To That's be absolutely with true. It, you know, the in fact, my experience with well over 45 years of spiritual work and personal spiritual development is the single most difficult aspect of the whole process is becoming honest with oneself because it's really not a comfortable place to be. But having said that, we'll just move forward. 
That's right. So we're ready to rock and roll. We're going to look, we're replacing fear, guys. Get ready to go on this wonderful journey with us. Reverend Paul, we're starting from the top. And so from the top, Drayvon, we need to start with a perspective on who it is that I am. And in Psalms 82.6, it says, I have said, ye are gods, and all of you are children of the Most High. And that's one of the things that really holds us up because we're given this we're given this thought process from really before we're even born, after we're conceived and before we're born, that there is something wrong. There, there is something that needs to be atoned for. There is something that needs to be made up for. And so the result of coming through our whole life with that basic concern uh, really, really limits our ability to be 100% present to the fact that I am a child of the Most High. I am, in essence, the presence of the Most High wherever I am. That is my soul. That is my spark. And so I looked and looked and looked, and I, and I said, you know, there's got to be a way that we can apply this and get the result to get past the fear. I'm not good enough. I'll never have enough. I must work hard all the time. Life is a horrible thing. Oh, I'll, what we can look forward to is heartache and suffering. And I said, you know, when I studied Buddha, I, I realized that what Buddha came to understand was that although there are challenges that we can look at, they are not designed as misery. And misery is not required. And the continuing suffering over and over is simply not required. And so my studies took me along and I came to an idea about something that started in America in, um, in about 1840. And it was called the, and it is still called, the New Thought Movement. And the New Thought Movement was, was brought to us by a man named Phineas Quinby, who was a Quaker from Vermont, who was born an, an, a, a sickly child and um, was really looking his whole life for some way to overcome his um, disabilities. And at that time, um, in the late 1830s, in the 1830s, mesmerism became very popular. Mesmerism is what we know today as hypnosis. And we do know um, any of us that have been around the psychological world or have been around the psychiatric world realize the power that lives in the ability to use hypnotherapy to help people get through things. And Phineas Quinby realized that as well back in the 1830s into the 1840s. And he, he interwove that in like a piece of fabric into what became the New Thought Movement. And what he wove into that was his Quaker beliefs and understandings, which at the end of the day, are 
basic Christian realities, basic Christian teachings. And again, it comes back to the reality that Jesus came to the world and offered to the Jewish people a difference that they had not been experiencing over decades and decades and possibly centuries. And he basically said to them, he said, do you not know that, just like it says in the Psalms, in your teachings, that you are in fact the children of the Most High, and that you are endowed with that understanding and presence that allows you to realize what's going on. And so Mr. Quinby created what's known as New Thought, and New Thought moved forward and moved out and branched out into a number of different um, uh, practices. And one of those practices is the unity practice, which is now prolific in the world. Um, also in those practices was science of mind, and also in those practices was the new thought concept of realizing oneself. And one of the practitioners for that was a man by the name of Raymond Charles Barker. And Raymond Charles Parker was a prolific metaphysician and um, worked around New York State uh, in the late 19, early 1940s through the late or late 1950s or early 1960s. And he came up with a particular method to apply. So, and he, we looked, if we look at, if we look at, prayer from a, a, a concept separate from petitioning God for help and look at the effect of prayer as a scientific practice, it changes the perspective on how the experiment manifests. And, and if I you take the death, go ahead. It also changes the point of view of the prayer of the person who's praying too, because now it becomes you almost become the practitioner, right? You're yeah. you're at, you're administering something, which put, which really changes the position, uh, the, the whole posture of what's going on here. As absolutely, it it really, if a person can will go there, it changes it from and I'm going to say this a little bit crude, but it changes it from begging for help to invoking the power of help. And if we look at that from science, and we look at the definition of science, which is the intellectual and practical activity encompassing the systemic study of the structure and behavior of the physical and natural world through observation and experiment and realize that if we embrace prayer from that frame of mind, that the possibilities that prayer can give us expand exponentially. And that's very, very exciting to know. Yes. And so Mr. Barker, after after really lecturing on this and providing steps for activity came to the understanding that 
that scientific prayer is a very, very valuable thing because it allows each practitioner to apply to their mind, to their consciousness, a tool that allows that consciousness and the thought process of that consciousness to change or to be impacted by direct application. And he said at one point, he said, it's, it's come to him to understand that we who offer scientific prayer offer the world an effective mental work, which we call treatment. It is our only means of changing consciousness spiritually, and only the student who only the students who know how to give themselves treatment will prove the ability to change consciousness and eliminate fear from one's state of being. Okay, so people are. And I'm sorry, because I want our audience to get all of this here, because and I think that was just a great yes, ma'am. history that you gave to bring us up to point. But there is something key right there. Only the students, only those who know how to administer treatment. That's right. And this is important because it's very self-empowering. Only those Absolutely. who know how to administer treatment. To whom? To themselves. Right, so they're yes, your total total position. So you you know it's, you know you can go to the throne for yourself, but what are you going to do when you get there, right? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. So, you know, what are you going to do? And, and as you were talking, I could hear these words in my head. You know, greater works than than these will you shall you do. And so, how are you going to do these greater works than Jesus did? How 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 are you going to do that? And I believe what you were talking about today is the answer. You're going to do this through treatment. You're going to have to know how to because fear blocks us from doing any great works. You know, sometimes fear can get us to a place where just getting out of the bed is our great work, right? Because it's, yes, ma'am, we're so paralyzed by this fear. But we're talking talking about huge fears, small fears, uh, everything in administering this treatment. And we are 25 minutes, almost 25 minutes and 22 minutes. In, and I know we, we got six steps to give people. So I want to, you know, we can get to these steps and, and, and people really start getting your pens and paper out. You know, the phone lines are open if you would like to call for clarification. But these are treatments. These are steps. These are applications to change the position your relationship with fear and to change absolutely with prayer too right if i understand absolutely okay. absolutely and so we'll go straight into it and so the very first treatment in the in the in the set of 6 the very first treatment is to define the nature of god and everybody's going well I already know that and I already got it, but there's a whole bunch of attachments that belong with it and we have to clarify that and get it out. And so the directions are make statements about God, declare what you believe God to be in your own terms, write out a list of synonyms for God. Speak these definitions aloud and rapidly as often as you can. Remember that you 
already have a vocabulary for everything that's wrong in the world and an ability to describe evil in every possible way. By defining God and lengthening your list daily, you are soon able to build a vocabulary to describe God the good, omnipotent. Words are important. Get a flow and an ease in making audible statements of truth. And God is truth. So and so the is, first, go ahead. You said expand this list every day. So you make this list uh, defining who God is. This is in your own words. This is from your heart, yep. right? And yep. uh, I want to just say one of the things is I and I've, I've gone through some of the treatments. You have them so nicely laid out on your YouTube site. We're going to talk about that. And one thing I noticed too is, and you can speak to this, Reverend Paul. Whatever the thing that lacked that I was feeling in my in my being at the time, I, defining uh, who God is and saying, well, well, God is safety. If you feel if you feel unsafe. It sort of yes. just expanded and filled that space, so that that's you know, you know, God absolutely, is, God is calmness, and he, that 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 nervous energy that that starts to dissipate. So this is this yep. is really powerful and expanding. God is energy. green lights. <laughs> yeah. right, right, exactly. God is green lights. God is a parking space. <laughs> oh, nothing too big, nothing too small. That's the point here. You know, God yep. is. Yes, oh, absolutely. I just wanted to put that point in there. I, I appreciate you very much. And so defining the nature of God is the first treatment. And here's an example of how that might sound as an application. God is referred to by many, many, many. So I'm just giving you a little background. God is referred to in many ways. The creator, uh, Yahweh, Jehovah. God, um, on and on, Great Spirit, Mother God, Father God, and another one is mind. God is referred to as mind. God is referred to as infinite good. And so the example treatment goes, there is only one mind, God, infinite good, infinite love, infinite truth. I hear, I hear our, our, our theme music. We're going to come right back with treatment number okay. one, what to say to get rid of fear. Join us with Reverend Paul for getting rid of fear right after this commercial break. Thanks for joining us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Create and build the life of your dreams. Welcome back to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Welcome back to Everyday Peace and our fabulous guest today, Reverend Paul Fitzsimmons. We're talking about ridding your life of fear. Imagine that, a life, a day, a day with no fear, an hour with no fear, and replacing that with the affirmations of truth. And so I want to tell you that everything we're talking about today, um, you can find this information uh, really detailed out, uh, one treatment at a time. 
if you go to Reverend Paul Fitzsimmons YouTube page, it's there and that's Fitzsimmons. I'm going to spell that as F as in Friday, I, T like Tuesday, Z for zebra, S, I, that's S like Saturday, I, M, O, N, S. And I just really put in, I put in Paul Fitzsimmons on YouTube and it came right up. You can also get a copy of the book, um, the treatment, which has these treatments laid out for you. And by by sending an email to Reverend Paul Fitzsimmons and his email address is Reverend, is Rev, excuse me, Rev, R-E-V, Paul, U for unicorn, F for Friday, C for Charlie at gmail.com, Rev Paul, U-F-C, at gmail.com. So I'm going to jump right back in. We've decided because this, this is really good stuff. We're going to list out the treatments and then we're going to go back and define them for you. So you know that treatment number one is to define God, right? Define the, define the nature of God. I don't want to define the nature of God. God. Yes. Define the nature of God. And then treatment number two. Treatment number two is define yourself or put it in the first person, define myself as a spiritual being. And then... Go ahead, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Define yourself as a spiritual being. And the third step is define this world as the kingdom of heaven. And the fourth treatment is deny fear and affirm faith. And the fifth treatment is handling each individual handling each symptom of fear. And the final step is to place the treatment in the law, in the law of God. Okay, you've got your six steps there. And now what I'd like to do, just we'll have some, and remember, you can get all this if you if you reach out to RevPaulUFC at gmail.com and put the treatment in the subject line. He's going to send you a little uh, book booklet, which has all of the treatments in there. Also, if you visit his website at uh, Paul Fitzsimmons. You will get a nice, he details it out. And he, one one video is for one day and you really get a, a good uh, understanding there. But right now I'd love to go into, we, we did a great job talking about defining the nature of God. And let's talk about how you define, how I define myself as a spiritual being. So, um, thank you. And defining myself as a spiritual being To begin with, we must define the nature of God in step one. So we can't get to step two until we accomplish step one. But after doing that, we begin to affirm the spiritual reality of man. And we know that in Genesis, for instance, 
God said, I made man, and I have bestowed man with dominion over this three-dimensional plane. And so we begin to affirm the spiritual reality of ourselves, that I am in fact not my body, I am the divine presence, the Christed consciousness. That's who I am. And so, just as you have made a series of statements about the divine mind, or God, now make a series of statements about yourself as a son of God, a spiritual being. This series of statements will sound something like this. There is only one God, infinite good, and man is made in the image and likeness of God. I am a perfect being in a perfect world, governed by a perfect God. I express divine wisdom, intelligence, and knowledge. And we go on with the treatment from there. And again, on the YouTube uh, YouTube channel, or if you send me an email, we'll see to it that you get a little booklet. And the next part of the second treatment is a treatment for health. And there we affirm the experience of health. God is the health of his people. I believe that I am made in the image and likeness of God. Therefore, this must include perfect health, vitality, strength, and normal activity. And then the, the third step, the next step in the treatment, is to define this world, this three-dimensional world, as the kingdom of heaven. So first we define God. Then we define ourselves as spiritual beings. You know, I'm a... I'm a spiritual being. How does that go? It goes, I'm a, I, I used to say I'm a human being being spiritual, but now I say I'm a spiritual being being human. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so define this world as the kingdom of heaven. First, define God. Second, define spiritual man. Then, make statements of truth to convince yourself that this present world is the presence of God, the operation of mind, and is alive with perfect love. Erase all thinking of past and future and live in the present instant, the now. In this present split second, God is all there is, and there are no demonstrations to be made. And the example for that treatment is, there is nothing but God and his manifestation. And man is the full and complete expression of mind. I am the consciousness of God, and through me, all the divine ideas reveal themselves in my world. 
Whatever God, wherever God is, there heaven is. And so I am in heaven at every instant, for I am always in the divine presence and conscious of the infinite God. And that can expand and expand. It's it's each individual's treatment. And then the next part of this, of which this is another example, is a treatment for prosperity. And that treatment goes, God is my unfailing, permanent, and perfect supply. I do not work for a living. I work for the glory of God and the good of my fellow man. There is no lack, no limitation. God's mind and its perfect ideas sustain me in all ways. I live in abundance. I rejoice in plenty. And I am prosperous in all my ways. God's money is mine to use for good, and I use it now with pleasure and wisdom. And so it is. And the next treatment, the fourth Mm -hmm. lesson, is deny fear and affirm faith. This is one of the most vital parts in treatment and should be worked on extra daily. Every treatment you give yourself or another should include a denial of fear and an affirmation of faith. Make a strong denial of fear and follow this with a lengthy affirmation of faith. Be sure to follow all denials with several affirmations. This part of your treatment need not be lengthy, but it should be definite. Example treatment. I believe in God, the good, omnipotent. I believe that God is a perfect mind, love, law, truth, and activity. I believe that I am the creation of God and that I am the expression of all that God is. My world is God's world, heaven, right here and right now. There is nothing to fear, for I have absolute trust in God, the one mind in action in me and through me at every instant. I have no fear, for God is with me, for me and around me. Nothing can hurt me, depress me, impoverish me, or make me ill. There is nothing but God and his manifestation in my life at all times. I have faith in good. I trust in the great law of mind and its perfect operation. I am calm, poised, and confident. For God alone rules and governs my life and affairs. I am free. Praise God, I am free. And so it is. And so it is. And so it is. So and the next part of treatment four, were you, did you want to say something, Drayvon? I'm just really um, 
I'm trying to keep up with you and write this down for our, for our listeners. Of course, they know they can go and get this from your site and they can email you. But I love how this denial of fear and affirming faith become daily, daily doing this. And we know for many of us, we could do this several times a day. As a several day. times. Yeah. Whenever fear pops up. Yeah. And so the next part of step four or or treatment four is treatment for success, because in faith lives success. My mind is a center of divine operation. The divine operation is always for expression and fuller expansion. And this means the production of something beyond what has gone before, something entirely new, not included in past experience though proceeding out of it by an orderly sequence of growth. Therefore, since the divine cannot change its inherent nature, it must operate in the same manner in me. Consequently, in my own special world, of which I'm the center, it moves forward now to produce new conditions, always in advance of any that have gone before. And I am successful. So be it. That essentially changes the way you see every challenge that shows up in your life. Absolutely. Yeah, that's beautiful. And and it removes me and you and whoever plays, it removes us from victimhood. It ejects us, if you will. It ejects me from victimhood. Yeah, I definitely see that in. It just it removes that cloak of victimhood. And now you can stand. You can stand. Yep. Stand in the presence of that divinity, that son of God. That child of God, that daughter of God. Absolutely. And so the fifth step is the treatment for handling each symptom. Each symptom of fear is one fear on its own. Oftentimes, fear shows up in us mostly as some sort of physical ailment or malady. It also shows up as, how am I going to pay my bills? And so whatever the symptom happens to be can be plugged into step five. But just for this example, I'm going to use something that a lot of people know about, which is diabetes. It says, deny each symptom of the case separately. Affirm a specific truth for each symptom. Always choose your treatment with treatment with a strong statement of love and truth. And so the example treatment is for diabetes and everything else. These examples can be just used with your own words, which whichever aspect of it really is for you. God is all there is. There is nothing but God's one mind 
and God's perfect action, forever producing, maintaining, and creating this universe, which is heaven, right here, right now. I am the image and likeness of God, and nothing can take place in me except the action of God, the action of life. There is nothing to fear, for I have absolute truth in life, and absolute trust in life, health, and perfect action of God within me. There is no diabetes. There is only God and God in action. There is no high blood sugar, for only God's ideas can grow in my thought and love. There is no pain. God's presence in me as me is always ease, comfort, and delight. The foot pain represents God's movement forward. And therefore, my consciousness is now absorbing and assimilating all of God's ideas perfectly. All is perfect substance, perfect action, and perfect form. There is no hurt to the ego, for God is my identity, and I am that which God made manifest. And so it is. And so so it is. These these, uh, six treatments... So the sixth one is coming up, and that is to place these previous five treatments in the truth. And it's very simple. It's just a statement of what's so. And the statements I use are, in the center of the circle of the will of God I stand, There can be no second causes. All must come from God's dear hand. All is well, for tis God who my life has planned. And finally, may I so live in the divine spirit that all who contact me shall be healed, that all who contact my thought shall be blessed, and that whosoever has an evil thought against me shall be cleansed. And in that cleansing, find her or his or their good. And so it is. And so it is. Amen. Amen. And this this is wonderful work. We got we got all six in the end. We have we have a little time. And um, so thank you for that for going through that. And let's just talk just for a minute, like for the listeners to know um, what your what your daily practice looks like, because this is something that you are doing. These six treatments, you are doing them on a daily basis. I do them. I do them daily. It takes about 15 minutes, plus or minus, according to whether I want to elaborate. But there's the, the whole point behind it is to literally reprogram my mind to eliminate the programming of fear. 
people always say to me, well, fear is important. You don't want to, you need to be afraid so you don't step out in front of traffic. And I'm here to tell you that fear is not what keeps me from stepping out in traffic. Discernment keeps me from stepping out in traffic. Yeah. Yeah. It's not because I'm afraid I'm going to get run over. The fear that comes up is that knot that gets in your stomach every time somebody says whatever they say. Cancer. <laughs> every time it comes up, you get a knot in your stomach. That's a fear. And from a metaphysical point of view, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. From the metaphysical point. From a metaphysical point of view, the idea that makes that knot in your stomach is part and parcel of generating the cancer within yourself. Mm. I am the presence of God wherever I am. God has given me dominion over this three-dimensional plane. Mm. So many, so many People in the world talk about, especially now in quantum physics, they talk about how we can think about something and, it's, and it impacts the reality around us. In science, that's why you have double and triple blind experiments. So that the power in the human mind doesn't impact that particular experiment. And so the treatment process is about reprogramming the mind to understand that the fear is unnecessary. And what you just said right there, Reverend Paul, reprogramming the mind. First, let us accept that our minds have been programmed, not intentionally for wrong, but we have, you know, I'm a parent, I'm sure there are lots of parents here. I cringe at some some of the programming I put in for fear don't do that don't climb there don't you know and so we program you know we have been programmed to be fearful to be uh, timid all of these things we are consciously consciously reprogramming the mind the mind is it can it can absorb anything that you really diligently work at and these are six easy steps to work at in the privacy of your home i did mine in the car this morning <laughs> and uh so you really can uh make a huge difference in your life a huge absolutely difference in your day in just the way you absolutely I know I get um, emails from people who listen to the show. Thank you so very much for doing so. And I know that there are so many people here who are struggling, yep. struggling with with the day, with the hour, just making it to the next 15 minutes. If you could get in this practice, and you can, you can get in the, into this practice and get 15 minutes of relief. Boy, it's worth it. Get 30 minutes of relief. Uh, you know, you're into a, a 45 minutes of relief and move your day. Boy, it's worth it. It's worth every minute of it. And you deserve it. You deserve Absolutely. to live a life free of fear. Free of fear. Absolutely. And the, another beautiful thing about it is that as I become more familiar to it, it becomes more present. So when the fear pops up, 
automatically it goes to a treatment. My mind begins automatically to go to a treatment to keep that fear in, in place. We know that 90% of the arguments we get into with the world are directly out of fear. Yeah, yeah. And how much fun would life be minus a few more, few less arguments? <laughs> and but in the arguments that we're having with ourselves, because we also know that a lot of our thoughts are repetitive. And so absolutely in, it, for this type of treatment, I got to tell you this, I, I'm encouraged by that because you got this repetitive thought. Now you've, you've reprogrammed your mind every time this, a thought in this category presents itself to do this. And so Within no time, your mind is like, oh, well, you only are having, you know, five or six repetitive thoughts. You're packaging them yep. differently, but you're having five or six fear-based repetitive thoughts that are ruining your day. Now, you take, it's not like you got to reprogram 500 thoughts. They're really repetitive thoughts that are repackaging themselves. You sit and you do this practice 15 minutes a day and watch those five or six repetitive fear-based thoughts become empowering thoughts and see how and one and. Yeah. One thing that's really important that I haven't said yet, it doesn't matter if you believe this or not. It doesn't matter. What matters is to do the practice. The per Anybody does not have to believe it'll work, Drayvon. We're out of time. You guys, we okay. are having a great teaching today. I'm Dr. Drayvon James. We've been here with Reverend Paul. We've been talking about getting rid of fear, replacing with, with affirmation, affirming the truth in your life. Thank you for showing up as an everyday peacemaker today. Visit Reverend Paul on YouTube and get these steps. I absolutely love you. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hi, I'm Liz Winter, and I have been a medium and a spiritual development teacher for over 30 years. On my podcast, All Aboard the Medium Ship, I want to share the message with you that there is a wealth of love and comfort available to you from the spirit world. On my podcast, you can experience this comfort and peace for yourself through gentle guided meditations and helpful messages. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you never miss an episode. Part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network.